This is Franz Bowen. This is Trav Weeks. Got some ill guests in the building today, like super duper motherfucking ill. There you go. Uh, two of Philly's hottest MCs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Doc Cromwell. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? What's good? Word up. And Sir, the God Chill Moody. What's going on? Is this like, this mahogany? Yeah, it like, might could be. It could, it could be. Rub it. I've been paying attention to the detail. Yeah, over there. Like they cut this <laughs> thing from the wood and just like, put like, it up. Somebody <laughs> great, great, somebody chopped this joint. It's just smooth. I like that plug. You do a Driven Minds podcast, you might get some mahogany. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to be all up on this show. Nah, it's oh, okay. like pretty good. All right, sweet. Word up, yo. You know what I'm saying? So welcome, both of you gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Driven Minds podcast. It's good to be here. Indeed. Yeah, man. It's so well, you, my brother, that's crazy. No doubt, man. I mean, you know, this is a this is a real special podcast. You know what I'm saying? Cause uh, uh, my my good brother Doc Cromwell. You know what I'm saying? We met. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, where did we meet? We met. I think um, it was a festival that Peter was doing. It might have been the Bushwick Festival. Right. Okay. We met once there, and I think we built a little bit like what up, what up, what up. Philly, oh, that's what's up. I used to live out there. That's what's up. Probably didn't speak to each other for like another three, four months. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a great mutual friend of ours, Tati. Shout out to Tati. Shout out, shout out, Ilya. Shout out to Queen. And um, she was just like, she kept, you know, being assertive. Like, you guys need to click up. You guys need to click up. And um, I don't know how it happened, when it happened, but we got the building. Yeah, yeah. And ever since then, it's just like family. Um, I think. One of the reasons is that we kind of share the same values, you know what I mean, as men, number one, and number two, as innovators, um, people who contribute to culture, as um, uh, creators, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. um, you know, we do it on the, the platform side here at Driven Society, and um, you do it on the music. What's interesting is that I remember when we was talking, I was like, yo, I stepped out the music scene. Yeah. And I was like, I ain't really fucking with these new artists like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then he was like, yo, I heard the music, fire. The vibe, the energy got to be around Aviator, your creative collective, and um, it was just, you know, it was just dope. And I got, you know, plugged back into the music scene. We've worked together on some projects. We have some future projects that we haven't announced yet. And, um, you know, the vibe has been um, just pretty dope since then, man. So, you know, we appreciate having you and uh, Chill. It's only right that, you know, Chill, actually, I've heard of you and a couple partners of my mind. Mm -hmm. Couple partners of mine um, are familiar in the Philly market or right. whatnot. Shout out to Bali, and um, I've always seen you as far as doing your entrepreneurial things mm -hmm. outside of it and um, doing your brand partnerships right. and and with your music, really pushing your music and creating a culture in Philly. And I just was just impressed and inspired by that. You know what I mean? So it's only right that you know um, you know we we have y'all on to talk about you know the entrepreneurial side, mm -hmm. the innovative side. Of the you know the music culture you know what I mean so um it's crazy you tell you my fault it's crazy you tell that story about how you linked with that because that's my same interaction with him it's like it's crazy you know our homie Mary was like yo you gotta check out that yeah. you gotta check out that wow. I'm moving around so much yeah, I'm like yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna check him out I'm gonna check him out and so was a woman yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up you know, in the same place same time and really got to talk and I got to pick this guy's brain he got to pick my brain he's like Yo, we on the same wavelength on so exactly, many yo. different like levels. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. And it was like, it happened at the right time. It happened over some Jameson. and happened at there the right go. time. We just had <laughs> really, really good conversation. It ain't like the typical, yeah. like, oh, you rhyme? Yeah, we should work. Let's do something. It was like, yeah, nah, yeah. oh, you rhyme? All right, that's cool. What else is you on? You mean, where, what, what else? You, you? I see you doing this. I see right. what's up with the label. Let me learn from you or let me teach you about this. It's always good conversations. Right, right. It's, it's dope to hear 
you got that same effect yeah. on, on, on everybody, it seems. Exactly. And that's, what, that's how I actually don't want to start with. You know I mean? This question actually applies to both of you guys. Um, yeah, yeah. First, um, kind of what, describe your community. Describe who you are. You know what I mean? Why are you like this? Why, why, are, you, why are you guys both conscious of the fact that, yeah, I'm an artist, I'm a creative, but yes, I can create platforms and... Um, create business models to monetize not only the things I do, but my community as well. Nice, nice. Um, man, uh, so my creative culture is Aviated, and Aviated was always founded in a sense of it being just like a way of thought. And, you know, I, when, when, when I was younger, I, I was part of a big, a huge family, you know what I mean? Um, but there's always in black families, for some reason, stuff gets torn apart, things fall out of place, you know? And uh, from there, I was just kind of in a place where it's like, I didn't have as much family as I always wanted. And I would see people with like huge families, you know? So something for me was just always trying to like foster that. So I would go out and find like-minded individuals, all the way back from like being in school, just like with the lunch tables, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Finding other people that's like me that I'm like, Yo, this this person right here is dope. You know what I mean? And like creating circles. So like, you know, people see art and like painting or rapping or creating clothes. I also see art and like putting individuals together. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I mean, kind of how I got the name. There's talent in that. Yeah. I mean, there's talent in being able to you know get your Charles Xavier on every now and again. Like, <laughs> that's the talent. That's real. Everybody can't do that. Like fact. it's like a, a A and R of life you mean of talent yeah like, let's, let's, let's put people together like yeah a lot of my story come the same way it comes from family being rooted in family being able to you know throw on a show at any time in philly and i got 40 people in the crowd that's just family like wow. family and maybe like a friend that they both like maybe like but it's usually like just my cousins and then like my family is huge so um coming up my whole thing was you know i wanted to make my cousins proud i wanted to you know one of my big cousins one of my big cousins who introduced me to hip hop to be able to tell their friends, yo, my cousin Rob too, my cousin Nice, my little cousin is dope. Um, nice things came from my big cousins. That's my brand, Nice Things. It's all about like appreciating whatever you have in, in your life is nice things. So um, one of my old heads named Gates was um, one day bragging. I, mean, I was like 10 years old at this time. He's bragging about, you know what I mean? I got, I got a hotel room tonight. Got my chick with me. We got some some potato salad. It's air conditioning. I mean, I got a lot of nice things. And we like, you know, he ain't talking about a Benz. He ain't, he ain't talking about a Rolex. He ain't talking about, you know, regular stuff. But he's enjoying it. He's like, that's nice things. So he was like, whatever you got in your life. I mean, he ain't say it, but, you know, we all took it as, oh, that's nice things. So anytime we seen somebody doing something good, we, we promoted and glorified that and praised them and championed them like, yo, that's nice things. What you doing is nice things. And it, and it just took up, it took off. So when, when hip hop um, picked up, when music picked up and all, I needed a brand for people to connect with. And it's like, all right, the brand, and, and you know this too, your, your brand got to be separate <clears throat> sometimes from the music. Cause Thanks. it's like, you know, you might love this song, but you might hate this song, but you're going to love this beer. You're going to love this watch. You're going to love this t-shirt. You're going to love this podcast I'm producing, whatever, whatever. And that's, you know, that ain't chill moody. I'm behind it, but that's nice things. Like, so anything that I do personally, hopefully don't, you know, in negatively affect that, but also it would definitely positively affect what's going on on this side. That's very dope. Like, that's interesting that you had that thought. But firstly, that like, you know, praising the quality of your time, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, which is, oh, I, and I think that's a message that we can all, you know, take a, a page from, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, 
But but even in denim to that, could you could you talk about you know communicating with like different individuals? Like you just said, you know they they might not be into the music, but they might you know wear a shirt. They mm-hmm. might you know uh, buy iPhone case or whatever. Like right. how how did where where was it that you decided that you had to be able to co- communicate with your audience on all those different uh, levels? When I decided that. I wanted to create a lifestyle brand. You mean I didn't I didn't want nice things just to be, you know, a hip hop label or just a you know, a merch line or something. It's gotta be lifestyle. So meaning everything you do should be nice things. So it's to the point where the sneaks you wear, we got, you know, nice things, custom chucks, we got socks, we got sweatsuits, we got shirts, we got watches, we got beer, we got music, we got, you know, content we produce. So like it's to the point where everything you do could be nice things, you know what I mean? So I always try to, you know, because when I was young, like I always, you know, I'd put my logo on stuff or, you know, walk around with, you know, I, I wanted my own custom, you know, juice or something like that. I always try to make my stuff a little different because I'm not like the big fashion guy or nothing like that, but I just always like to have like, you know, oh, that's that's chill showing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, I see, he, he do, yeah, my personal touch, like to add my personal touch to everything. But, um, you know, as, as that built, it was like, all right, my brand's personal touch is gonna be is gonna be added on that. My brand ain't necessarily just me. It's a whole lot of people that work with me. You know, we got a huge team, so it represents them as well. But in talking to people, it's like you got to find people that believe in your brand and can represent the brand the right way, and then bring them in, and, and hopefully they'll understand that this is is their brand too. I'm I'm not looking for people to, you know, put under me. It's people to you know work with me. You know? That's dope. That's dope. And I. It, like I was doing some Googles earlier, and you, know, you gotta do your Google. Do Google. Yes. You gotta do get them drinks in. Yeah, man. Shout out to the search engine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, at the same time, you know, just reading, it, it seems that you've made a uh, in several articles in and you know in your life, it seems that like you've made like a pointed effort to you know remain family. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, like a lot of people and and any artist can attest. Like you know, sometimes you gotta leave home mm-hmm. also to be appreciated mm-hmm. right but it seems that you were able to find your season at home like what, what, what's that process like where how it's tough you, it's why tough. is that important to you um i'm lazy i ain't trying to go away no I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no it, it's tough like you know i got i got upset in like you know the first couple interviews that i did when people kept asking you know you gotta leave Philly to make it. When you gonna leave? When you going to Atlanta? When you going to LA? I'm like, dog, I'm not from Wichita. I'm from Philly. Like, this mm-hmm. is a music mecca. Why do I have to leave? It should be easier for me. I'm here. Like, you know, Teddy Pendergrass, um, Patti LaBelle, The Roots, Jill Scott. It's like, everything is fit. Like, why do I have to go anywhere? Everybody that's touring right now, somebody from that band is, in, is from Philly. From the musical director to the drummer to, you know, uh, from Janet Jackson's DJ, Common's DJ, uh, Pink. Well, Pink is from Philly. Um, Word? Yeah, yeah um, Pink's out Philly. Uh, it's really like every Lady Gaga's drummer, Philly. Um, her background singer's Philly. Um, just, it's, it's really, you can really go down a list of pretty pretty much anybody that's touring. Jay-Z's band, Philly. Like, the, the music director's Philly. Like, it's like, why would I have to go anywhere to do something? But what happened was the infrastructure in our city or in the industry in our city kind of like, you know, dilapidated a little bit. It kind of it kind of took a, a, a down, downward spiral um, with a lot of studios closing. There's no buildings there. There's no, you know, figuratively, there's no, like, labels there. So you got to come up to, you know, New York as buildings is. Mm-hmm. L.A., there's buildings here. 
it was like, all right, we can do that, but I want to bring it back. So 10 years from now, the next Chill Moody ain't got to go nowhere to do it. I built enough infrastructure in the city where you can make it there. So if you leave, it's a choice. It's not an inevitability. Like, I don't, I don't want it to be like you had to leave to make it. Yeah. Um, and it's tough. It's, it's, it's real tough. And that's the reason that I, I spread myself out the way that I do in so many different, um, you know, genres and, and just circles, you know, from the beer to the fashion stuff to the music stuff to the acting stuff. Got to spread it out because if I can lift up all the industry, nobody really has to leave unless, unless they want to. So I got I to gotta be part of all of that, you mean? And, it's, and it's, it's so much opportunity there and so many people leave, so nobody's taking advantage of the opportunity. So it's like, why not? Like, it, it just it just makes it simpler. The dot has a little bit of a, a, a different narrative. Yeah, yeah. Me. yeah, um, yeah. A bit of a, a prodigal son of Philly to the Glitz of Glamour. Tell us a bit about, you know, that transition. I mean, you know, kind of making your, your bones in Philadelphia, but, you know, coming to New York and, and spreading your wings. Yeah, um, I was, uh, you know what? It'd be a buck, man. I was just at a place in Philly where I had hit. I just went into a loop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would do the same thing. I would go pick up my girlfriend. We go home. We do adult shit. Wake up. Drop her off at work. I go to work. I go buy eighth. We smoke. Do adult shit. Drop her off at work. I just hit the same loop all the time. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I was lucky enough to have met... Uh, Actually, for everyone I know is through Art to the Ize. Uh, shout out Art to the Ize. It's my boy from Philly. And he introduced me to Nana. And um, that was the person who really pushed me to like move to New York. You know what I mean? But like my whole vibe of moving to New York, um, it was less about like, it wasn't like because I felt like stifled in like anything that I was doing. It was more so like, yo, coming up in Philly is lit. It's like if you go anywhere else in, 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 the, in the United States, right? It's like, oh, you from Philly? It's like, that's a thing, time. you know what I mean? There's a level every of respect that they, that, that they see you with, right? right? So for me, it was like, damn, it'd be lit to put New York on my resume as mm-hmm. well. Because New York is also one of those places, mm-hmm. if not more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's definitely one of those places that like, and you'll hear people, you go down south and girls be like, you from New York? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of a thing. So, so it, it, it was that. And then like, from like a darker perspective, you know what I mean? I just... Like, when you have friends that are, like, 19 who don't make it, who never seen anywhere outside the city, it pushes you to want to do that. You know what I mean? So when you got friends that, like, that pass, you know, God bless, you know what I mean? They pass at, like, 19, 20 years old. You're like, I got to go for them. You know what I mean? I got to go I gotta go for the people who, like, the one who keeps going to jail and coming home, and I'm trying to explain to him. He's just like, no, I'm from such and such street forever, nigga. You know what I mean? So it's like, ah. I got to go so that on my gram, I could send back pictures and stuff like that, whatever. Nah, we had a gram. So I could send back pictures and everything. People like, okay, so you can go up there and do and have a job and like have a condo and it be lit. You know what I mean? So that was kind of like, that's kind of like my journey, man. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a lot of times where I've thought about, you know, and I, I move around a lot. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm in a lot of different cities doing stuff, but it's always, this guy does a show every day. <laughs> so indicative of Philly. I represent Philly, but it's also like, if I'm here, how can I take something back to Philly with yeah, you? Know I mean? like, but it, there was a time where, you know, I felt like I hit the ceiling in Philly. I mean, we yeah. sold out to CLA, Philly, and it was like, after it's that, it's like, I mean, what, what else can we do here? Like, I gotta go get national attention mm-hmm. to be able to get on a bigger stage in my own city at this yeah. point, because it's really no, nothing else after that. Like, it's, it, that the drop off from, or the, the drop up, I guess, from 
TLA to the next stage is like Wells Fargo. So it's like, all right, you know, TLA is a thousand people. Yeah. Wells Fargo is where the Sixers play. So it ain't, I ain't there yet. So it's like, I got to go get something and bring that back. And yeah. get, you know, some, some type of stuff. But, but on top of that, it was like, I said in the song before, they said I hit a ceiling out in Philly. Around that time, I made another floor. It's like, you know, I hit the ceiling on, on the hip hop tip. But now let's let's go let's go deal with the the beer. Now let's go you deal with the floor, yeah. Man. Let's let's go, let's go hit other ceilings. Gotcha. You mean? When it comes to business and um, entrepreneurship, one of the key things is team building. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I want to ask both of you guys this question. If I got the chance to see this up close, you manage a few teams and you do it yeah. very smoothly, my brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I realized too, you also um, um you're able to identify the gifts in others, yeah. the strengths in others, and be able to set the play and tell them, okay, like, your strength is here. Because sometimes even when you're working, you, you, you're not even sure of your own strength. You're not mm-hmm. even sure which part do I play, which role do I play. My question for both of y'all, talk about, um, um, especially uh, you two, um, chill with all the, the businesses you got going on. What do you look for in building your team? Um, and after that, um, how do you identify their gifts and set the place for success? Um, man, when building a team, I guess the, the, the very first thing I look for is just like... Well, I'm sorry, I got to add this one point. Yeah. Mind you, this guy Dot has a, a brand manager, clothing um, consultant. He has a, <laughs> he has a, the regular tour manager. I'm not he has, guys. You know Don't what I'm saying? Like, and they all work collectively together. Like, it's yeah. super dope. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, my, my, my biggest thing has always been when looking at people is that, you know, be able to see what people are doing like now here in the moment, but like understand people's potential. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like where where they can go. You know what I mean? Like that's an important thing. So like I can see you now, but like I can still see you 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And that's how I because you, you meet a lot of people, especially like in the business world, where it's like off face value if I don't like see something clicking real quick if I like do my Googles and it's like it's not adding up oh it's a wrap for you but it's like that's how you miss out on everyone because like the guys who are running the industry today ain't running the industry tomorrow mm-hmm. you hear what I'm saying so I, I, I basically would look at people who like alright I know that I would do all of this for free who can I identify who's willing to do this for free who, 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 can, I, who can I identify that when they put their name on something it means something to them you know what I mean? Like, not the person, like, when, you, when you're doing a class projects and it's the one boy who didn't do shit the whole time, but he signs his name and gets the A with everybody. Right. Nah, I want, like, the person who we used to call them nerds when we was little, but that one who's willing to take all the homework home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want those people on the mm-hmm. team. You know, so I, I look for those people. And then also, you know, you got find out what people want. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big conversation to me. It's like... Because I know when I walk into any room what I want from the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I need to find out what that person wants. Right. I need to provide more value for them than they can provide for me. Mm-hmm. And if we become friends along the way, that's dumb lit. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, like, really, I just try to turn everything into, like, a family-based situation so it just becomes family and not, like, co-workers. Yeah, this, this guy's team, like, I, I respect how your team moves. I, I love watching you guys move. Like, you know, you walk around, you like, Maybe like eight beautiful women and oh, you so. and like, but everybody's you know there working and, with a and, and doing things. Yeah, with yeah. a purpose. Um, so everything he says is true. On top of that, um, being a good a good I don't even want to say leader but facilitator. 
Um, it's about knowing your weaknesses. Like, you know your strengths, but you got to know mm. your weaknesses because then you got to find people to fill in those voids. So my team is, is filled with people who can do the stuff that I can do just as well, but can do the stuff that I can't do way better than I ever mm. could do. You mean? So, you know, had, had to get my That's lawyer. Had, had, had to get that guy to make sure, you know, the legal stuff was right. But that guy, um, Jason, shout out to Jason Berger, his, his mind works like... Very similar to mine's, but like he could take it a whole different way that I wouldn't take it. Because mm. I mean, it's it's a lot, you know, what our our upbringings, our, our different, you know, cultural upbringings and stuff. But like we're similar. We're both Pisces. Birthdays five days apart. So like we do think we got the same mentality, but we can approach it in a different way. He'll approach things in a way I never would have thought to approach him. Mm. But we got the same goals. So we both got the same, you know, hundred ways of skinning cat or whatever they say. Yeah. Um, we both got the same goal in skinning that cat, but he got a he might have an easier way or something. It's important to have them people on your team. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just try to I just try to surround myself with people who can fill in the blanks, who can who can strengthen my weaknesses and who I can also strengthen their weaknesses. Cause you know the the family aspect is important and it's also important to like be needed. Like nobody's bigger than the team. Right. Everybody's needed for something. Everybody plays a, a vital role mm -hmm. in, in the squad. So. Yeah. That's important, you know. You got to stretch it out with, and it's, it's it's also dope to have people like I say from back, different backgrounds, different cultural upbringings, because you know it can't just be one. You're not just trying to yeah. hit one market. You know what I mean, yeah. so you, you got to have the, you know the women. You got to get there. You got to get the, the young boys. You got to get the old heads on your team. Mm -hmm. Like you got to have all of that. But everybody just got to have the same goal. Like you said, walk into that room with purpose. If you know what everybody's goal is, all right, now let's set the plan. Like exactly. Boom, and it's, it's even better when we all got the same goal. Now we know how to attack it. Yeah. So I, I mean I love moving with a team like I'm like I said I got a big family I'm a I'm a loner at heart but like I like to be around the people I like to be around mm -hmm. so I need to be around some people at, at times you know I mean but yeah. I need to be around people that also understand if we're all at a party we might be there for an hour after like forty five minutes chill gonna be over in a corner yeah don't don't worry about me I'm cool but I might I might <laughs> drift aside like I'm, I might. I need to back off. I might reach my quota for talking to people for the night. <laughs> I need to <laughs> chill for a minute. I have my yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta chill for a minute. I'll, I'll be back. But you know, my team understands that. And they can, they could, you know, pick up whatever slack I might in my absence. You I mean they could pick up that slack? So that, right. that's important too. And for, and for you, chill. Like you, you, you're definitely one guy. I think over the years, um, I've like I said, I've heard of you. I've never met you until recently. Um, and I would really hear from like my partners like. Yo, you heard Chill do this, or yo, boom, 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 Chill was in this market or in this market, and like you're very multifaceted. Mm -hmm. And for an artist to um, get involved in, you know, starting a beer, mm -hmm. um, to do the research and develop themselves, where I believe you're the governor of the Grammy. Yeah, I'm the governor of um, Philadelphia Record Academy. So, chapter. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's not normal. Not at all. For, <laughs> it's for, not regular. You know what I mean? It's. For, it's, it's Oftentimes, I'm the only rapper in the room, and that's what I'm even saying. more often, I'm the only you know black guy. Right, right, right. So it takes a, a kind of unique mind to not only be as multifaceted, but also you know be blind to your fears to get into these new industries or get into these new avenues. Um, question: Where does that come from, and you know um, what makes you fearless in getting into these new? It, it, it comes from fear, honestly. Like I'm not fearless. I got one fear. I got a big fear. I got a super big fear of being forgotten. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. 
whatever I can do to make sure I'm not forgotten, I'm going to do it. So I just got to, I'm always moving. I, I want to be involved in everything, but not stuff I'm not into, but I'm into a lot of different things. So I want to be, you know, like I said, I, I like to have my own personal touch on the stuff that I like. I enjoy beer. I enjoy, you know, whiskeys. I'm, I'm, I'm working on getting my own, you know, whiskey sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just stuff that I enjoy. I want to be involved in that. You know, I enjoy uplifting my city. You know I mean, I, I want to, I want to go down as one of them guys who, when you say Philly, you, you need to say, you know, will, will and chill. Like, I mean, it, it should, it should be that. Um, so it comes, it comes from that fear of not being forgotten, wanting to be, wanting to be remembered. You know, I'm not, I'm not scared of death, but I'm scared that when I'm gone, people won't continue to talk about me. Gotcha. I don't want that to happen, um, and I really never talked about that, so that's weird that you brought that out of me. <laughs> so yeah, it, it 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 comes from that, and it also comes from you know how I came up. I I went to neighborhood elementary school, went from there to a predominantly white, pretty much all white middle school, which is like I went to Masterman, which is like the smartest school oh, in the shit, city. My sister went there. Yeah, so you know, you know, and Moose went to Masterman as well. So you know, yeah, so you know how Masterman gets. Yeah, serious. I went from there to Overbrook, which is like you know, famous high school in Philly. Will Smith, mm-hmm. Will Chamberlain, Guyon Bluford, um, Young Boy Yaz, the greatest that's on um, on Empire. Empire. I came. He, he went to Brook, and then I went from there to Millersville University. It was all white college. So different people all the time but I, I always was me throughout all of that it's not one person that met me in any of that time that can tell you anything different than another person I was I was always me through that and I can always bring I can bring people from you know my white college friends to my you know hood high school friends and we all act alike because we got you know those were the similar people that I found throughout that throughout that I found that a lot of people like a lot of the same stuff that I like so why not try to get involved in that so the beer was like I can take that as case in point. It was like it was, it wasn't easy, but it was something I knew could could easily be done if I really just put the work into it. Super dope. Yeah, yeah that's really interesting, man. Because usually um, artists kind of I don't want to say shy away because that's not fair, but they they usually kind of back away from that aspect of trying to figure out the the business outside of the the artistry. You know what I'm saying, like. Developing that that curiosity, like what are what are some tools that you had to develop? And this is for both of y'all. Like, what are some tools you had to develop in yourselves to be able to take that step? Um, it wasn't even developing for me. It was just honing in on that stuff. You know I mean, my degree is in public relations, so I know how to relate to publics. Basically, I know how to you know sell a sell a product. I always took myself out of it. And, you know, Chill Moody is a brand. You know, is is my given name. It's my my name's been Chill since I was six months. Moody's my real last name, so like, oh, it's good. not yeah, it's not like a a rap name. It's like that's that's me. So I just exert myself on on everything that I'm doing. Um, so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like I had to develop certain skills. It was just like honing in on on the stuff that I know I can do. Like I know I'm a people person. You know I know how to facilitate. I know how to bring people together um, for common goals. I know how to identify you know, people's potential. Um, Cause like when I started out, I always wrote lyrics. Like I've, I've been rapping since like third grade, but like when I first said I want to get in the music industry, I wanted to be an A&R. I wanted, I, I take hella pride in being like, yo, I'll put you on to him. I, I'm the first one that, I was the first one I knew listening to Lil Brother. I was the first one I knew listening to Daniel Caesar and you know, Jesse Riaz. Like I'm, I, be, I enjoy putting people on the stuff still to this day. Um, one of the reasons why I was 
dope that put Moose in and, and Dot on the tour. It was like, nah, these boys got talent. I'm going to put y'all on to them. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that I was also good at rapping. So it's like hip-hop got me in the door in so many different different places. So the fact, like, I'm Philadelphia music ambassador. Yeah, I, I read I that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't set out to do that. Hip-hop got me there, and it was like, yo, this guy really cares. He just happens to rap. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not there... I'm there as a rapper, as a hip-hop artist, but, like, that's not the sole purpose of me being there, you know what I mean? So, like, I always say, like, hip-hop, hip-hop got me there. So, it's not like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just me and I happen to rap, you know what I mean? Gotcha. What about you, As far as, like, the tools? Yeah. Man, uh, man, I got a lot of my stuff just, I live, it's very similar, um, in a sense, I grew up in the Southwest. So I was, I literally lived right down the street from Meta, our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, ain't, we didn't know each other until like a year before I left Philadelphia, like to college, you know what I mean? But I lived, she lived on 57th, I lived like right around the corner, right? Okay. So it, it was not the greatest neighborhood, no. Not at you all. Know? Um, it's kind of hard to meet people in those type of neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to like really be outside. If your parents is on point, they're not really trying to just yeah. let you be outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you get older and be like, damn mom, <laughs> you just let me do whatever I wanted. <laughs> but like my mom, she was on point. But my dad's side family, they all from South Philly. You know what I mean? So like I would spend like the weeks there, I would spend the weekends down in South Philly. All my cousins is like, I I'm nice. You know what I mean? Not that they're not nice. And to some people, you put me in certain circles, I seem rougher. My cousins, next level. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I kind of like came up with them, but I went to, my mom did whatever she had to do to send me to Catholic school. So I went to school with all white kids. You know what I mean? So I'd be at school and be hanging out with the quarterback and cheerleaders, and then I come home and such and such got slapped at the park. You know what I mean? So it's like like balancing between those two different worlds. I feel like I learned like a big tool there. I learned that younger because right now you see like this happening right now. You see this big shift where it's like because all the cultures and everything is mixing together, mm-hmm. you're seeing and you're seeing like neighborhoods get gentrified. It's all happening really, really quick. Mm-hmm. But it was like unintentionally it happened when I was younger. So it makes it easier for me to still connect to 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 the younger demographics that are like early twenties and stuff like that. Like you didn't even know you was training. For yeah, this. had no idea. You know what sure. I mean? But it's like I'm able to speak from both sides. You know what I mean? So I take pride in being able to like hang out in a nice place like this with y'all. Going to go hang out like at the record label earlier, but then I can still go chill in the projects. You know what I mean? Like I can go in multiple places. I don't so. understand why. <laughs> Unless you're. Getting I would mad. not want to. I would not want to. I'm not saying I want to. <laughs> but I'm saying I could. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but I could. <laughs> so, East New York, you're like, I don't know why. You wanna? <laughs> Do you really want to go to East New York right now? Been there before. It's so crazy because it's like the only names that I hear come out of there was like MOP. MOP's from East New York? Or, or they're, nah, from, they're from, from Hill, Brownsville. Uh, they're from Brownsville. Brownsville. I heard. What oh, Brownsville is like right next to it. Not right next door, right? What they told me? They told me MOP. Uncle Murder's from Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Wait, those those the names? <laughs> That's pretty hard. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that was my biggest tool was the ability to be able to move between worlds. You know what I mean? So, like, back to, like, you know, they call me Doc because I connect those. So, it's like I've been always on, I'm on a goal for the rest of my mm-hmm. life to connect worlds. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, because you never know when you sit one person down with another person, like, what's the conversation they're going to have? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You might just look at someone and be like, ah, that ain't really my vibe. And you sit them down and it's like, 
actually buddy lit. I didn't know we both liked this comic book or you know what I mean? We both like the same kind of girls. Yeah. So I know that that was my biggest tool, like learning how to like maneuver in different worlds. You know, in in that vein of connecting dots, I wanna to segue to the artistry a little bit. Um, yeah. listening to um your music dot, which I'm a huge fan, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's fire. Thank and uh, look out for the uh, two mixy video dropping soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also you know being uh, becoming acquainted with your music, chill. Um, Absolutely. Shout out to Joe for putting me on your music. Fire. Your Absolutely. Young A N R J O. What up, mm-hmm. though? <laughs> you know, you, you both write from a, a place of like a lot of immediacy. Like there's there's a lot of you in your music. There's you know what I'm saying. Uh, speaking respectively, like. How, what was that process like, you know, connecting yourself to your words? Because Philly is traditionally, like, known for battle rapping. It's known for its aggression. It's known for it. It's known for, it's known for a lot of shit. Throwbacks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, that been Yo, that, by the way, y'all need to check out Dot Cromwell on Instagram and see some of these, uh, these, yeah. these predicate felon videos. Uh, <laughs> he got, I'm fucking around. But no, no, no. no yeah, can't, can't, that's not real. Park with like, yeah. raps, that's yeah. how we all started. Like, yeah. with me and, and putting myself in my rhymes, that didn't come until college. I mm-hmm. mean, before, like like I say, Chill Moody's not like a rap name. Yeah. I had rap names. Tag was a rap name. Oh, shit. Stood for <laughs> the A-block gangster. <laughs> I rapped about, I was selling this. I was shooting that. I was, you know, mad profane like mm-hmm. all kind of stuff lyrically it was sound but like it wasn't me I, I got a full academic scholarship to college like mm-hmm. so my cousins was like yo you're not really rapping like it like i can i can promote this but that's not that's not you like mm-hmm. you know um you from that you are of that but you got a different story to tell and from from a different vantage point i mean we we from the same hoods but like i see i see things different i, I did things different you know when they when they were shooting it was yo Chill, you gotta you gotta go down the street. We about to be shooting, not like yo, chill. Where's the gun? Like, um, we in there, but you gotta you gotta be able to tell that story. Allegedly. So, oh yeah, yeah. All of that is um, <laughs> statute of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it was it wasn't really until until college. Um, you know, like I said, I had a full academic scholarship to college. I drank that scholarship away in the first semester of school. Ended up losing. You said drink it. Was yeah, it Jameson? Nah, back then I was drinking. That Easy Jesus, y'all. I was drinking, I was drinking like Christian Brothers. And like, like Mad Dog. Yeah, I was drinking Mad yeah. Dog as a freshman. Yeah. That was years ago. But yeah, so I got. I ended up getting dismissed my first semester. Had to you know go back get my stuff together. But in that one semester, I got sent home. I start rhyming like start taking it real real serious, and uh, that's when it was like, all right, drop all these other monikers, drop this story, be chill, moody, tell chill, moody story. So now it's to the point you can't listen to my music and not know about me. Like my music is 100% transparent. You'll learn everything about me. Especially if you look at when the project come out, come when those projects came out, you'll know like what was going on in my life around those times. At the end, it, it all played like a, a long diary of, of what was going on, and I, and it's, it's a conscious effort to do that. So you know, it's it's times producers send me beats. And these beats are fire, but I'm like, that's not what I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. I can't make that song right now. Mm-hmm. But let me hold on to that. We're gonna make that song a little bit later when I'm happy or when I'm, you know, yeah. when I'm not happy. When I'm, you know, I'm happy right now. I can't make that that horns at the funeral record. Yes, 
sure. But now I'm upset. Now, now, now we can, or now I'm in a different mindset. Now you know I've learned more. Now I can attack that beat the right way because I can right. hear what the song sounds like, but I don't hear me on it yet. You know yeah. what I mean? So that that took time because I was always nice. So it's like you know I'm drop down. I got that eagle on. Me. Like I can say, but I'm like nah. I don't, that ain't yeah. that ain't really me. But it's yeah. it's it's what we from. It's what we are like. I'm watching these freestyles and I'm like, yo, that was that was me. Like that was. <laughs> That's how we had to do it. You had to have four goals behind you, minimum. Right. And <laughs> they had to know your bars. Right. They had to know your bars. You sure had to be big enough for somebody to pull on it and, <laughs> yeah. and not really get That's stretched a, out. These are, these are real things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was going on in Philly at the time. Uh, yeah. uh, Yo, it, I mean, and Dot, you have, I mean, I've known Dot for, for some time now, so I also know the story, but I want you to kind of um, tell a story about like your academic experience. Because, you know, Chill, by and large, has a, a mirroring experience, but yours was, you had a scholarship for uh, music. Correct? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So how, how my joint worked is that, um, like I said, you know, I lived in the hood, but was able to go to school with uh, all white people. And... Uh, from there, like when I when I was when I graduated high school, I was on a vibe where it was like I was doing a whole lot of other stuff. I had a, like a lot of things going on in my life. Um, let's just say I used to work outside, so there was just a lot happening. And for some reason, I don't know, I just I wasn't thinking about college. Um, but my Miz, we used to always record in the basement, record in the basement, mm -hmm. record in the basement. So she had my sister teach her how to burn a CD. And she went down and she burnt three freestyles that I had. I rapped over uh, when Nas rapped over the joint Good Morning. Some, I, forget, I forget what it was. It was like a flip of one of the Ron, Ron Isley songs. I rapped over uh, Biggie, uh, Everyday Struggle, mm -hmm. and uh, one other one. She went, ripped it on a CD, and uh, submitted it to University of Arts. And, uh, and it actually like hit, hit, hit her back. You know what I mean? Yeah, and she came and was like, yo, you got an interview at University of Arts. And I'm like, what? Okay. She's like, college. I'm like, I, I was like, my mom. Oh. I, wow. I know. Shout out to my mom. I'm like, I didn't fill out for no colleges. Wow. And then uh and then she took me down there and like they gave me a uh they gave me like a forty five thousand dollars scholarship and gave me an award and called me like the prom most promising artist in two thousand five, two thousand six. For those freestyles? Wow. For freestyles, cuz. Yeah. Um so yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's that that's how that, that's how that ended up happening. Um which was interesting because it was like they, they put me in a special class. So they like made me part of like this orientation where they would take the top most promising artists from every field, like from jazz and from dance, and they put us like on this icebreaker thing where like they put us on a bus and like we had to go to school a month before college started. Mm -hmm. So we started in like July. We just like out doing like icebreaking activities with each other, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's cool because like fast forward, you look back at college, and I know a lot of people looking back at college like. And this shit was all about networking. Like, for real, for real, I just needed a friend that went to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't actually have to go. Um, but because I was able to be in that one situation where they put me with the heads of each department, mm -hmm. like, I made, like, real fruitful mm -hmm. relationships that, like, to this yeah. day, I can call Buddy and, like, now he's the top jazz player, top guitarist yeah. in the jazz world, things of that nature. Like, college is definitely, like, yeah, one of the most important parts of, you know, my professional career, period. Mm -hmm. Like, same thing. I can call my homie who's the head of the Barristers Association, which is like the number one black lawyer association, oh, period. Yeah. Like, you know, guys that do financial stuff and all of that just because we all went to school together. We was, you know what I mean, in the trenches learning ourselves mm -hmm. at the same time. And oh, you, know, you can't I, trade those relationships yeah. with nothing. I'm glad you touched on that. That's where I wanted to go because, you know, you both of you are a little bit more seasoned, but, you know, 
people who are listening to this he called us old that where <laughs> it's, it's cool it's cool so I can break that down for him you, know, you know what I'm saying like but like you know the, there are individuals listening to this who yeah. where you were at that point you know what I'm saying and they're, they're, and you know how it is like you have this incredible talent that's locked inside of you and you want to use all of your energy to open that door because mm-hmm. it's so heavy but at the same time there's another door that you have to walk through like well could, if you could backtrack you know and like kind of give advice like advice now for then for somebody what, what would you give somebody who's in, in that type of struggle right now between the artistry and academia or just like the artistry and life general you gotta kind of find ways to make everything work together, you know. So every step I was taking in school, you know, I gotta bring whatever else I'm working on um, up to that point. Whatever, whatever it takes to lead, everything gotta come up with it. So hip hop started taking the lead, you know. Let's bring the beer up with it. Now the beer is, you know, moving. It might have moved back. Let's bring hip hop back up. And you know, the Grammy stuff is Grammy season. So let's 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 bring that to the forefront now. You just gotta. Mm-hmm always be aware of what's going on where at what position you have in all of the facets that you're involved in and be able to bring them up to each other at all time and find a way to um organically make it look seamless you know what i mean like this is everything that i do i'm not forcing it this is really what i do like i really went down there and interned for four months and learned everything i could about beer to the point where they trusted me enough to come up with some flavor profiles and make oh, a beer. Good. I mean, like I didn't just say, I actually told them the opposite. I don't want you to just put my face on a beer or put my name on a beer. I want to help make this beer. Um, so when people drinking it and they say, oh, this is good, that feels like, you know, what you just spit was hot. Like I really, I put something mm. into that. My, mm. my lawyer chopped up the pineapples that we put into that beer. Like we really made that beer mm. um, with, with Dock Street Brewery. So. It's, it's important to be like make that look seamless, make that you know organic, you know, and, and just connect all the dots. That's a segue to you. <laughs> uh, I would say, I would say relationships are key. You know, um, if your first fan is someone that's in your circle, that's actually the first person in your team. Uh, I would say build your team early, build your team fast. Um, because the faster you can build your team, then the faster you can find out who doesn't fit and you can get the right person mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, that's a great point. Definitely, definitely, like I said, relationships are, that's everything. This whole, this whole industry is built off of relationships. You know what I mean? It, it should just be built off of like actual talent, but it's built off of relationships or, or money. You know what I mean? It's just, you, you gotta have one or the other. You know what I mean? And the talent becomes like this super plus. When you finally right. arrive, then they're like, and you're good? Oh, you're actually good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's relationships and money. And a lot of us aren't going to have the money of this color. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like the relationships is key, man. I say that's, that's the biggest thing. And like, and like for us, you know, our thing is to, and, and then I would say, watch people like me. Watch people like chill. Because the, the idea of like, like all my producers are all like 21 years old, 20 years mm-hmm. old. And I tell them all the time, well, I had these conversations. Like, the goal is for me to cut the time in half for them. Mm-hmm. And then they should cut the time in I half tell, for somebody else. When you know Ben. Yeah, Ben's yeah, yeah. 21. I tell my engineer that all the time. Like, well, he's an engineer and producer of pretty much everything that I'm doing. He's engineering that stuff, and yeah. mixing and stuff. Nice. I tell him the same all the time. Like, hip-hop is still young. You know what I mean? So, it's still, you know, there's enough of a blueprint, but it's still young enough that we can figure, we're still figuring things out. Mm. Um, 
if it, you know, there wasn't really an old head coming up that could give me that tutelage that I can that I can give him. It was, you know, a couple people, but they were still figuring it out. So Free Freeway was one of the first people to kind of like take me under the wing. He could teach me from his mistakes. You know, one of the first things he told me: save your money. Mm. I mean, and he just said it j just as simple as that. It's not that it's not as deep, but it like it resonated, like because he's teaching me from mistakes. But I can still look at him as somebody that's still doing it. So he recognized his mistakes early enough that he was able to fix them and took enough time to make sure he dropped that gem to the next person. Um, and like you said, it's about cutting, cutting that time in half. Is Some of the stuff that Ben's doing, I'm like, yo, if I was on that when I was 21, Great. when I was 20, like he just, he engineered that new um, Jasmine Sullivan record um, with Bryce and Tiller, Insecure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Climbing up the billboards. Yeah. He just did Brian McKnight's album, three songs on there. Nice. This kid never probably even heard Brian McKnight. <laughs> like he's that talented. Yeah. So it's, it's but it's, it's it's that who you know. Those people got him in the room, but when he was there, he was prepared. Exactly. So it's it's, it's a mixture of that. But um, it's all and, and and it's our job to create those rooms, be able to put those young boys in position because it's only gonna help everybody in the end. So like. That's true. You can even take it from a selfish standpoint. I'm helping you out because I know it's gonna help all of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just makes sense to do stuff like that. That's why a lot of what I do is to try to bring it back to Philly. If, if Philly's making more money, that's more taxable income, so I can mm -hmm. connect with the government there. Like, yo, I'm trying to build industry here so we can make more money as a collective. You know, the Lucy man can sell Lucy for three dollars <laughs> soon. Yeah, like like they yeah. do up here because yeah. mm -hmm. you know I mean our industry, our economy is booming because we helped build it. We got Amazon. Hopefully, we just put a bid in to get Amazon headquarters that in, be strong. in Philly. It'd mm. be fine. Yeah, so that's that's that that's a collective. You know, we had the show, um, and the mayor put a, a, a dope proposal together. Um, I think it's called Philadelphia Delivers, mm. and we're just showing everything that's going on in Philly, what's coming up in the next ten years, but what's already here. The fact that our art scene is popping, our music scene is popping, our sports teams are better now. You mean all of that counts, and to be able to have a grasp, you know, a hand in as much of that as possible is really important. That's true. You gotta move together. Oh, you know what? You know what else I would say? What up? Don't believe in the myth. You know what I mean? There's this myth that's being sold that like music is like a. A young a young man's game mm -hmm. and like it's it's unfortunate that that's just a thing that's said in hip-hop you know what I mean because all these other genres are like old. I mean like they were born so long ago you know what I mean but like rap is so new and so young that like like my grandma was telling my mom that that stuff was noise right so my grandma might might know someone's name you know what I mean well, my mom knows Jay-Z's name knows a Jay-Z song Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She could probably recite some music that's hip-hop. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The generation in between me and her, those are actual parents right now. Their kids is like 11. They could rap whole Jay-Z, Biggie, Tupac, 50 Cent songs. I'm going to know all that music when I, when I go out to have kids. And there's 8 billion people on the planet. Mm -hmm. So it's like we're watching rap become growing away where it's like the 444 was such a great album because we watched a project come out that was completely sold to a whole nother demographic of hip-hop that according to the myth doesn't it exist is, right? it doesn't exist but like somehow this guy sold two hundred thousand the first week to these people who don't exist mm -hmm. you know what i mean so your rap is doing this 
You know what I mean? So like for anyone who's like coming up in music, people, he just made his hands like bigger. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, it expanded. It expanded. <laughs> it expanded. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah. So I, I would say I wouldn't want anyone to come in and just be like, I'm 25. It's too late. It's like, nah. There's now like music for each uh, generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's there's music for 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 Generation X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you could stay in your pocket and continue to make music. You just gotta you just gotta find your million people. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And speaking of music, live music, stay tuned for the Five City Tour. Oh, um, yeah. It's going to be a nice tour featuring Chill Moody. No, that's Chill Moody. Definitely. That's featuring us. <laughs> <laughs> Chill Moody, uh, Doc Cromwell, and uh, Moose Matos. Moose Matos. Dope artist from Philly as well, too, yeah. right? Moose is very yeah, fire. Yeah, He's yeah, on fire right fire. now. So, you know, if, if you gentlemen yeah. would, would do us <laughs> the honor, if you gentlemen would do us the honor, you know, fill us in uh, um, on, on the dates, on the tour, and, and, and when we could look forward and where we could get tickets from. Yeah, well, tickets right now is on chillmoody.com. Chill um, Moody. The whole, the whole basis of the tour, beginning of 2017, I made a proclamation, it's going to be a nice year. Mm. Put a project out. and it Very was, dope project. Thank you, way. thank you. And it was really just... It served a couple purposes. It was a table of contents of what was coming up that year. Uh, all the songs were like, they all gonna fit somewhere else on like bigger projects towards you know end of this year and next year and the years to come or whatever. Um, but on top of that, it was like just putting that positive energy out into the world. Like it's gonna be a nice year. Like for not just for me for my team. Like it's gonna be a nice year. Yes. And the whole entire rest of the year was about fulfilling that that prophecy that that proclamation. Mm-hmm. And you know, honing in on that positive energy. I never was the boy that believed in that. Like, oh, when you put that positive energy out, it's gonna come back. I was like, well, let me just try this. Everybody, I mean, and it just started working right away. Like to the point, I just got, I just got a situation with um with Honda, with um Del Valley Honda dealer. So you're gonna see a lot of stuff with me and Honda coming up in the next month. Um, the the beer went into cans this year. We already had the beer and it was you know it was on draft, but it, we we made the cans this year. Um, all this stuff. So at, at the end of that, it was like, um, nice. now let's let's go spread this message out, you know, a little further. You know, now it's going to be a nice tour, and the tour is going hopefully set the tone for 2018, which I'm, you know, saying is is going to be another nice year. Like that's, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's another nice year right there. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> um, had to had to had to grab guys that one I knew people would believe in, but two, you know. If I'm on tour with these guys, I want to I want to watch the show too. Mm. I want to be able to see Moose Matos perform live every time I get a chance. Cause this guy, when I say when we say he turns up, like it's a great show. Mm. The energy is dope, all of that. So we put that together. They were gracious enough to join me on this joint. Um, like I said, the tickets on ChillMoody.com. We start in Virginia on the twenty third, twenty fifth. We in B more. Twenty eighth, we are New York, in Brooklyn. Right. Um, and then we going up to Boston, and then we going up to Connecticut. Nice. It's, it's, it's going to be nice. Connecticut, the, um, my homies from ESPN hit me up. They coming through. Oh, that's loud. It's going to be fun. Nice, nice, nice thing. This whirlwind tour. I like that. And it's just, it's just the beginning. Like I said, it's, it's setting the tone for another nice year. So we're going to end the year strong. You got some, some other bigger shows coming up right after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, sir. What yeah. you got going up? I'm going to... Uh, so we just got done doing so far sounds, but we're gonna be doing a so far recording on eleven twenty eight. Um 
we are, I don't know when it's coming out, but we're doing Soho House uh, in November. Nice. So waiting for that The one day. out here or the one out there? We're going to do the Soho House uh, here in New York. Okay. Um, and hopefully, the music guys, look out for me. We turn that into a Soho House tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But yeah, but yeah, um, working on a So Far Sounds tour as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if this dude got space for me, I'm gonna come do the cosign in Philly in December. Oh yeah, cosign. And uh, yeah, man, just and keep do, it moving, keep do it remember to check yeah. out uh, See No Evil. You know, Scott Cromwell's yeah. uh, new EP, very, very fire. Yeah, strong. yeah. So, I, so, so look, I snuck that joint out. Show was like we're going on tour. I'm like, boom, I gotta put out something because I have an actual EP coming out the 27th. Okay, full of sin. I didn't have anything out for the tour, so I was like, let me just put one out this yeah, week, yeah. and I'll put up the real one next out. week. Right. So, uh, yeah, just a lot of music, man. It's a lot of music. I got a lot of music. It's a lot of music. Got a lot it's a lot of music. Yeah, he, he's selfish, but he he, finished, he will put it out. <laughs> we got, some, we got some stuff coming out, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got some joints. Yeah, we got some joints together? Yeah. yeah. We, oh, oh we got a joint that's already ready. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I joined this already ready. It's really good, too. Gotta do that ready. Going to debut on the tour, probably. Wait, do you, do y'all two and Moose got a song together too, or y'all cooking? We got some things in the works. Gotcha. We got some things in the works. That's what it is. Yeah, y'all love all of this art energy. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, man. Indeed. You guys are on Driven Minds, you know what I'm saying? We ask all our guests this. um, And I think you guys are the first first artists. They are absolutely the first uh, musical artists that we've had on here. Absolutely. That's dope. That's dope, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for... Graciously being up in the spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I came sober. Right. <laughs> Don't do that next time. You gotta bring the beer next time, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we gotta bring it's the sold, beer. It's sold out right now. It'll be back for the holidays. Um, I actually just met with Doc Street yesterday, and I'm um, trying to figure out like how big of a batch we're gonna do this time because it's it sells out so quick, like wow. to the point where like a week after the beer drops, I'm like, I sure could use some nice things IPA, and I don't yeah. want it because like, it's gone. Like, Shit, that's a blessing though. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's kind of nerve wracking because I like to drink my own beer. <laughs> <laughs> I just have it with me. Yeah, yeah we're bringing that joint next time. I was about to name a liquor, but it's like, no shout outs until I see the sponsorship bag. There you go. Right. You already know. <laughs> have his plaques later. <laughs> but we asked all our guests this, um, which is the most important question of this podcast, you know, is what, um, what drives you? You know what I mean? What keeps you to waking up to, you know, chasing your goal, chasing your dream, chasing that, that vision that God planted in your head. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I'm looking forward to hearing you guys answer. What, you know, what keeps you guys going? Um, I know for sure what keeps me going is, you know, the fact that I keep other people driven, the fact that I'm inspiring people, the fact that I can wake up in the morning and, some girl tweets me, I was just showering to your music. Like, stuff like that inspires me to continue on. That's an awesome tweet, yeah, by the way. Yeah, it's like, yo. <laughs> that's some really amazing I, I get those, and I'm like, yo, this dude. Or it's like, yo, I felt this test. I had to listen to your record, and it made me feel better. Or I was getting amped for a game, and I listened to your record. Like, I'm inspiring. I'm touching people. I'm giving drive to people and helping them continue their drive. That's really, you know... My one goal is, is it's a button line, but my one goal is to inspire. Like that that was that was my job from the jump. So knowing that I'm I'm doing that and I'm continuing to do that, that that's what really keeps me driven. Mm. Man, uh, the thing that drives me the most is like knowing that I'm still learning, right? But I'm learning in public, mm. and everyone's able to see that. And my goal 
and, and what I want and what I'm hoping is coming away is that people are able to see the moves that I'm making, seeing the mistakes that I'm making, and be able to understand that like the, the real the real whole point is that we don't have to be dependent on anything. You we can create our own family that can and the members of the family can be they can work independent and they can work inter, interdependently. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like for me that's the biggest goal. So it's like even if just one person walks away feeling like Oh, I could build this thing on my own. Like I don't have to like depend on someone. And I think like a message like that is just like that's huge for like our people who, well, who have been leaders on this planet as far as the planet's history goes. Mm -hmm. um, from the jump. But as of lately, you know, which is more than five hundred years, but when you're looking at the timeline, it's a short amount of time. Right. Just haven't been. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. If 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 what I'm doing and me making mistakes and stuff like that, and just people seeing as I learn, if that helps just one person understand they can do it on their own. That's what drives me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very fresh. Very fresh. Very fresh. Where can we find these lyrical lyrics, exploding lyrics out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, you can find every everything, everywhere that you consume music at because, you know, people like options. Thanks. You know what I mean? So I got options for y'all. There you go. Uh, I understand because, you know, I binge watch TV. I used to sometimes. Oh. You know what I mean? But I understand it. So the music is everywhere at Dot Cromwell. That's D-O-T. Cromwell is C-R-O-M-W-E-L-L. -L. Um, that's everything on the internet. I mean, just everything is Dot Cromwell. Yeah, same with me. I keep it, keep it simple. Chill Moody. C-H-I-L-L-M-O-O-D-Y. Everywhere. You know, wherever you consume music content whatever just type in chill moody it'll, it'll come up Fine. do but, your googles but when you lit when you lit you should follow drunk chill that drunk funny oh yeah drunk chill drunk chill will be back soon <laughs> drunk chill will be back. no no i got a, a separate twitter and instagram account oh okay at, at drunk chill um it gets real <laughs> sometimes i can't offend my political connects so plus i was drunk when i made it so right. don't tell me you got a, a ghost account like kd no, 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 no. they know it's me they know it's me i don't front yeah, that's right. that's funny. appreciate y'all you know what i mean for coming yeah, on the thanks show for having us. thanks for having us indeed where um, yo philly stand up philly, philly. like we always say this song stay driven stay driven y'all peace